Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-hosts. Wesh poppin', it's your girl, Amanda. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, it's your girl, Kimmy. If you hear any banging, dragging, hammering of the sorts, um, they're renovating the apartment above us, and that's what all of the kerfuffleness is. Surprise, we are building a Get Comfy Incorporated building, uh, like an Avengers Tower, and we're just gonna... No, it's a Mandalorian cave. No, I want a tower. I really, I want to make me a part of the skyline. Teen Titan Tower? There's gonna could be, but it's gonna be a GC type deal. Can and we then, just make like a steel barn type thing? A steel barn, like a barn, that could be a barn. What is it? A barn dominium or something like that? I saw it on TikTok. It looks a really what? Cool. Oh, where you make like those, like a hangar into like some sort of like home or something yeah. or a garage. Yeah, yeah. Th- those look dank. Those do look dank. Mm-hmm. And then in my what is it? A barn? Would you just say you like combine the words? A barn dominium. A barn dominium. Like a- I'm, I sound like an old person trying to figure out life, but in my in my barn dominium, I'm gonna have Ooh, a throne, Bobby. and right next to me, in a great, great, perfect segue, in his hi, own Bobby. mini throne, I'm gonna have my little pup. And today, we're here to talk about our lives owning dogs. You know, we live in a world where man's best friend and woman's best friend, of course are with us all the time. I mean, working from home, it has been a pleasure to be with my pup all day long. He helps me work. He files the papers. He edits the podcast. So if there's anything wrong, you talk to him. And then he might do something with you. He might As bite I'm you. I'm like mid chokehold with my dog. Yeah, your dog, your dog is just like, <laughs> let me say go. Hi to the, say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Thoughts about last night's game. Any, any thoughts? Ready? ready, ready, ready. Any thoughts? No? Oh yes, I agree. I yeah, agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred because he knew I had cookies. Oh yeah, that the the food is the way. The it, fucking it, bastards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's that's my pup. He'll he'll fiend for food anywhere. He'll like he's a bully, bro. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll be there. But I'm I'm gonna pass it off to you guys first. What has been your life existing with dogs? And is there anything like for people who haven't owned dogs before? Amanda, you work with them constantly. What are some things you can tell people about owning a dog and working with dogs? Well, the last time I owned a dog was 2015. 2015, the year before summer 2016. Yeah, my dog died in 2015. But I have worked with dogs. I still still work with dogs in a way, but I don't get to touch their floofiness. The floof. But... It's actually really good, especially if you're having, like, a super stressful day at work. And with working with them, I could just, like, look at their, like, little faces. And my serotonin levels just go through the roof. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just so happy with them. And then they just flop over automatically for them belly rubs. But I enjoy it. It's just a lot of work, though. But I don't care because I want want another one really badly. But... timing it right sometimes and one day one day one day you might see a little new get comfy puppy Ooh, 
joining the crew. So the, you the know, what would be funny. All of us would have dogs and our dogs can do a podcast and then boom. It'll yeah. Sell. My dog's not that, that nice to other dogs <laughs> when I'm there. We'll do, we'll do remote podcasting like yeah. we're doing now. Remote podcasting like us. They'll, One of them will start say. barking. Then all of them will start barking. You got a lot to say. <laughs> so Kimmy, what has your yeah. been your experience owning a dog and just in general, like what are your thoughts about owning a dog? What would you recommend to new owners? Just stuff like that. Um, it's kind of like kids. <laughs> like it really is like children. I have been a babysitter for like over 10 years now. Sure. And if you raise your kids right, they will act right. If you don't raise your kids right, they ain't going to act right. So in the sense where it's like people, you have to train your dogs. You have to train your dogs and you have to have structure and consistency. So with our dog, we adopted him at about a year and a half. It, it was like an adoption rescue type thing because um, he, the family that he was coming from, I don't want to bash them because it's like not cool. But the family that we got them from had five dogs, right, including Poppy. And um, for those of you that, that don't know, my dog's name is not Poppy. My dog's name is Akamaru. And a lot of people have trouble saying that name. And then it just from us, like, giving him, like, a loving nickname, we call him Poppy. And that's about it because that's just really Hispanic of us. We call him Poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, for, yeah, it's kind of like if you call someone, like, oh, the little baby. Like, that's kind of, like, what our thing is in Spanish. But, um, yeah, the family that we got him from, um, he was an accidental litter. Um, yeah. And... They had the males separated from the females because none of the dogs were spayed or neutered. So he was fully intact when we got him. And then I was like, no, take those things out of here. And um, and I had always kind of like heard also that like once you neuter a dog, like they'll kind of calm down or whatever. No, it was the opposite. As He's like, you've given me power. Dog, he was like shooting up the club and everything. Like it was intense. It's a complete 180. And I was like, you don't have balls anymore. Where is this testosterone coming from? Like, just don't understand. But um, we're going on two years of his gotcha day next month. November 6th, this is gotcha day. And um, yeah, it's going to be two years that we've had Bobby. Mind you, I've spent a lot of money on this dog. Um, when we, yeah, when we, first, when we first adopted him, I was like, I'm going to have to get a loan from the bank because, um, they were constant and consistent, uh, vet visits. Like we were going like once every two weeks, like it was like a biweekly thing. Um, he still had his puppy pads when we got him. So if you guys don't know what that means, it means that they're, um, they're paw pads, like the little squishy beans that they got at the bottom of their feet. Um, are still very they haven't been outside so they haven't been exposed to the elements so they're there's just like baby feet right they're soft yeah they're super soft and um my dog had never been walked on a leash so we had to teach him how to walk on a leash and like when we first were walking him outside because he was only used to peeing on pee pads and i was like you're a year and a half you should be peeing outside and pooping outside I'm not spending money on pee pads. Like, we have pee pads at the house, just in case. Because, you know, for those of you that have dogs, you know that when they do feel sick 
or there's like inclement weather outside like there is today some dogs refuse to go to the bathroom outside Mm -hmm. so yeah so like when my dog gets really sick like he'll 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 use the pee pad or something like that because like he just isn't feeling well but um we've learned a lot because we're first-time owners also so he's my first actual dog and um it's been a learning curve because just collectively he's my responsibility and then it's like my mom and sister help me out when they can Mm -hmm. so that's and honestly I had a really stable job and I had a really good job where I was like you know what I can financially support this animal so I'm like okay mom can I get a dog like for my first 22 years of life, I was like, mom, let me get a dog. Mom, let me get a dog. And she's like, no, you're responsible, blah, blah, blah. And then finally at 22, I was like, mom, let me get a dog. And she was like, oh, fine. And I was like, Whoa! so about this time, two years ago, I started looking for dogs mm-hmm. and we have the Bobby. And your mom still loves him. No oh, my mom what. is like the worst grandma ever. She's one of those grandmas that like caves in like she spoils the fadoodle and a half out of this dog and i'm like ma stop giving the dog little tostito chips like stop it stop being that person i'm like let me use damn food because then we're eating dinner he's all up in your face and i'm like homeboy i ain't gonna give you nothing like stop i remember that when we went i was at your house and we were eating crackers homeboy oh and he was like clawing at your feet <laughs> like there's certain like human foods like we'll give my dog like we'll give him carrots We'll give him like peas. We'll give him no more peppers. Um, the sweet bell peppers. He is obsessed with sweet peppers, and he loves the red bell peppers. Like his favorite bell pepper is the red bell pepper, and he loves a and like we'll cut them like long ways, and then he'll grab it and then start flinging it and like start playing with it, and then he'll eat it. <laughs> You'll hear him later like like munching. It's hysterical. No, we give him like like fruits and like veggie like vegetables and stuff like that. Like he likes coconut. Really. Wow hates watermelon and doesn't like strawberries or blueberries but he likes coconuts so i've never had like a raw coconut Mm. i've never had like straight up like the fruit of a coconut i would love to try like not toasted coconut like raw coconut never had raw coconut what i always eat the toasted coconut what the hell dude you gotta go to like a hispanic deli or like oh you gotta go to a bodega or a mexican (laughs) you gotta go to a mexican deli because Dude, my whole life, I've always, like, eaten that. Oh, it's so good. It's just, it's prime stuff, especially if you just get it right. Uh, I I want to learn how to husk. Lime juice? It's not that hard. I've done it. Look at you being all resourceful. Dude, do not realize my mom's side of the family is, like, from the sticks. (laughs) She also spent, like, farmers, bro. What the Uh. fuck? My grandparents were farmers, like, their entire, like, marriage and, like, life up until, like, you know, my grandpa got, like, old and sick, but, yeah, like, dude, I know how to milk a damn cow. Don't forget, didn't you spend, like, three months one summer in, like, Guatemala? Yeah, I spent three months in Guatemala. I mean, I really didn't have to do much. I didn't have to do, like, hard labor, but, like, if I wanted eggs, I could just go and get a freaking egg, like... It's a life experience. I, my aunt made me catch a chicken. That was that was hard. Catching a chicken is, and it wasn't even that like this chicken was fast or anything like that. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, they chicken, act up. Chickens will square up with you. 
Yeah, chickens those chickens are assholes. And then they'll jump. It's not that they can fly; they can jump, and it's kind of scary. And then my aunt threw a chicken at me, and I screamed. And then my grandma came and yelled at my aunt. She's like, "Why are you doing this to the Gringita?" And I was like, "Grandma, that's disrespectful. It's not my fault. I was born in the states. That's rude." Um, <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, grandma, next time at me, son." And uh, <laughs> I really yeah. want to own chicken. I really do. It's my friend hard, has chicken. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, like he told me that um, whenever he comes home in the backyard, they'll know when he comes yeah. and they'll just flock to him. Like, yeah, I just want to wake up and like summon my chickens from their coop. Yeah, I, I really want that. But I, th- I but- think you have to live on at least like over a half acre or something like that. Or like you need to have space yeah. because then the city can come and like shut you down. Yeah, that's what's tough about it all. I mean, farm life is... uh interesting i want to own a lot of animals joe exotic status okay not joe exotic but yes i want to own animals too like my goal in life is to like move upstate and like just have like an animal sanctuary and just have like a whole bunch of random ass animals yeah i want to get a i want to start small and then work my way up to like i don't know like a horse or a llama or something like that horses dude it's like owning a house it's 10 grand a year just to own a horse well no a mini horse maybe a mini horse pony yeah, like a mini horse, preferably a like a mullet. Yeah, maybe with a mullet. But um, I'm going to start with my dog first because, like, the he's, baby, the baby, the baby. he's he is a bunch of animals combined. I'm convinced because one, his story starts in I think North Carolina. He the came Carolinas. From the Carolina. He's yeah. a southern boy, of course, he's my a boy. Southern baby. Oh. He doesn't act like one. He is very much some wild bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that for sure. He is that. Um. Yeah. He is a weird mix of dogs where it's like a Bichon, a Lab, a Terrier. Yeah. They went through the whole size chart. Yeah. Like the pie chart of like the um, the DNA test. I was like, mm-hmm. how is this like possible? He's a big dude, too. But he, it's weird. Yeah, he stands next to a gold. He's a thick boy. Chunky. Like he's. I was just downstairs and I was playing with him and I was looking at him like, you're not as big as the golden retriever next door that he's best friends with. Oh, I love it. um, I could, I could tell you a story about them, but he's just a thick animal. Like he's, he's he's not that tall. He really is. He really (laughs) is. And, um, I rescued him from a shelter November 9th. So you were November 6th, November 9th. Oh my God. That's coming up. That's it. They were together. Essentially. My biological child is Amanda. I've been replaced. (laughs) And then the other two are like, we're like, we could be single parents. Yeah. And then we just turn into cat or dog people in this case, but the crazy dog people. But yeah, he is a dog that excuse me. I did. (laughs) He didn't, I didn't understand like the whole owning a dog craze because I was born in a family where they had a canine German shepherd, like real deal will sick your whole life in front of you. If you come near us, Nana Kalo, sick. Yeah. Oh, she was Facts. on it. He was on it. She was best friends with this dog. His name was Timmy, and he loved bananas. He loved Timmy. bananas. Uh, yeah, bananas was his thing. Like he would sometimes get into trouble and jump up on the counter, steal the all the bundle of bananas, and jack it to the bathroom and sit in the tub and eat them there. In the tub. But, I'm dead. Yeah, he would take it. Or like if he got real pissed at somebody for like not playing with him or not taking him for a he walk, smush the banana in their in their spot. 
No, he would sit in the bathtub and like, oh, I gotta go take a shower. I can't. Timmy's in there yo, like, causing a riot. Full protest. Fuck. Timmy protest. Said, Fuck yo shower. But like, I was a baby at this time. I was maybe like four or five months old. He would sit next to my cradle and growl if anyone tried to come well, near they're me. They're great guards. Oh, miracle. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, me being a, like a little baby, I'd like mess with him a lot, grab him, you know, all that stuff. He wouldn't care. That's my cute. cousin who's like three years older than me that was her best friend she would like play with him she would he would sit by her bed all that stuff but moving on to oliver who's like the complete opposite of a canine dog who's just he's, he's just wild. yo your he's dog a- you're not a doofy ass dog and i not, do not a, like i'm not saying no. that in a bad way but like your dog no. is like hundred percent he <laughs> is <laughs> he is and like he's still a baby though 95 percent of the time i think he's like high because he just doesn't <laughs> doesn't think like he doesn't think that we just got recently we so, just got a slow feeder bowl me of him oh yeah those are a classic those are really uh those are something homies tripping on something we got him a slow feeder bowl with like it's like a maze but like you throw the food in yep. and it's like cool it keeps him engaged he has a thing where the like the thing we put his bowl on isn't like too high where he can't get to the back of the bowl, but he'll sit there and whine because he can't reach. Yep, there's the classic picture where he's like, yo, what's going on with my life? Uh, he'll look at me until I rotate the bowl so he can eat the food at the back of the bowl. And he'll just kind of be like, I can't reach it. Yeah, and he'll do that. So for our audio, which is practically all of our listeners, he was, we have like this curtain, right? And he sits underneath it and sticks his paws out in front of him as if he's Superman. But the curtain covers his face. And when yeah, he he's, plays hide and seek and he's the OG hider. Yeah, but like he'll let you know where he is. He'll be like, I'm over here. Whenever you ask like, where's Oliver? He'll be like, I'm over here. But um, he's a dog that proves like me wrong all the time. I'll tell people like, he attempts to climb trees. He kind of sits with his arm up on a thing. Yeah, there's the chonk picture where he'll sit on our windowsill with his arm up as if he's in like a sad music video crying into the rain. All around me are familiar faces. Yeah. I've caught Poppy. Like my mom now has like plants there, but like I've caught like before my mom had plants by the window in the living room. I saw my dog like face like forehead on the windowsill looking like on the window looking out with his paw like flat on it and i'm like what the fuck is this dog like who hurt you i mean we know who hurt him but that's neither here nor there um like there's my dog does weird things too my dog has a like there's this one gesture that he does where i'm like yo this dog is severely judging me right now well, like, we'll call him, or, like, he's just, like, laying there, and, like, he's, like, I guess half asleep or something, and he'll just look at you, like, side-eye. He will side-eye the fuck out of you. My dog oh is, my like, God. my dog is the king of side-eye. That's my friend's Frenchie. She'll just look and be like, yo, I ain't about this right now. I'm not a, I'm not about it. I'm not with it. Yeah, but um, with owning a dog, like, I've noticed I've had him. He was like maybe two months old, a month old when we got him. He was small. He was a small boy. We got him at 15 pounds and now he's at like 67 full unit status. He's a he's a thick shouty, as I, they would say. Like 15 pounds. I wish I used maybe to be able to one hand him. My, my <laughs> dog is like, I've got, guys, I have a cockapoo. He's a very small little dude. 
kick. He's like 20 inches tall. Like he's, he's a small dude. Um, but sometimes he swears like he's like 80 pounds and just like a purebred King Corso. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> wanted to square up with the huge pit bull that lives on the seventh floor. Almost got eaten. I was very traumatized. But I was like, bro, he can open his mouth and your head goes in there. Like, yep. What are you doing? I don't know. I think he just has like a small PP complex and he's trying to compensate for him being really small. <laughs> My dog Yorkie. has little dick energy sometimes. I used to have a Yorkie and he was uh, 10 pounds. He Oof. would gain a half a pound. That's it. I wish. He would only gain a half a pound. And his oh name was gosh. Teddy. The oh, most fuck. basic Yorkie name. His name was Teddy. But that Yorkies was, are dope, though. That was my dad's boy. It's like something how they bond with a certain person in your house. Like, I noticed that with me, he views me as, like, I got to listen to him sometimes. And, like, he's kind of like, he's my dad. I got to listen to him. But my aunt and uncle would come home, and he's like, those are the people I play with. My mom would come home. I'll jump all over her and then go upstairs to her room, take her boot from her room, and then run around the house. And then that's where I'm like, yo, son, I'm RKO you if you start doing all this business. <laughs> I, told you, I told you, Kevin, if ever I go over and I play with Ollie and he just, like, you know, takes me out, like, I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally he, okay with getting bummers by this dog. He's, he's a person where, like, he'll kind of be scared at you at first, and then you'll start to scratch him and then he'll just like melt and like open up his legs wide and present everything on his bottom half to you. Let it out. And, and he's like, scratch me in my belly. Thing. Yeah. It's and like it's- that TikTok of that squirrel when the owner opens up the lid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everyone was, I saw that. That was funny. I didn't <laughs> know squirrels were packing heat like that. Yeah, really. Dang, very, I was very taken aback by that. Um, <laughs> my dog, on the other hand, hates everything because he's very unsure he's very unsure and he's very scared so that makes him mm-hmm. react it's not that he's like purposely aggressive because he's not he's like the biggest mush he's a baby he is mm-hmm. a baby and um you know from him just being overly traumatized um from you know his previous life before us he like we tell everybody, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times and uh, just let him sniff you. Just let him feel you out. Don't kind of make fast, sudden movements because it scares him mm-hmm. um, for your safety. I am Mostly. nervous. Yeah, he he literally is the epitome of I am nervous. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But it's funny because one of my really good girlfriends like, is literally his mom. It's his other wow. mom. He, I, I sent you guys a Snapchat where it's like he literally was just a baby cradled in her arms when she came to visit him. Like he barked at her at first and she turned around and was like, excuse me. And he was like, ah. and I'm like, you little mud, bastard. Um, and I'm like, you old dirty bastard. Like this is literally, dirty bastard. this is literally like what I yell at my dog. But um, how are people towards you and Ollie out in public? Oh, he's this a big is... dude, and I'm I'm like I'm making assumptions, but like people are mostly scared of big dogs. Yeah. yeah. So like I want to see what um, my dog has made small children cry, which Ooh. I don't get sometimes because the biggest dogs are like the most gentle and yeah things. Yeah. So it's interesting, given the times of what we're dealing with. I'm kind of hesitant with him going over to people. Um, but I also understand that there was a time where I was scared of dogs when I was very little and I understand some people don't feel the same way of dogs and 
and I kind of I hold him on leash. I he doesn't he's a very polite dog where he wants to go and meet people. He wants to meet other dogs. He wants to do everything. Like if you move, he will come over to you in the nicest way. <laughs> he will he'll come over tail wagging and he'll kind of be unsure at first. Like if you go to like pet him, he'll kind of like stand back, but then he'll come over to you. It's like, he'll come over at his own pace. And with him, if like he meets a random person, he'll sit like his thing is, if he likes you, he will sit on your foot. He'll, you'll pet his head and then he'll fall down and then just present his whole self to you. And then you got to scratch him. His tongue will hang out. And then he's like, this is it. We're best friends now. With other dogs, like I mentioned before, he goes up to this golden retriever. And this golden retriever somehow, someway was trained to sit on the front step of that house and not move. He will sit there like an old man on his front porch looking out at the kids going around to those damn kids. But, like, he'll sit there and he'll Why just look at you. Why did he get a whole southern accent when he said the, that? Because that's a stereotypical old man sitting on you his not, porch going. You're right, though. I mean... So his best friend will come over to him. He'll greet him at the driveway of their house. And of course, Oliver, whenever he gets excited that he sees him, his steps start to get quicker, like the distance between each step hitting the ground. Yeah, twinkle toes status. And he'll just run towards him. And his deal is like they'll play, they'll rough house, they'll do everything. But like they look like they're attacking each other, but it's like boys just being knuckleheads and like playing. Oliver thinks he's the alpha because the one dog throws himself on the ground and kind of like lets Oliver do his thing. And I'm like, yo, you got to put him in his place sometimes because he's got a big old head. And sometimes he does. But then Oliver doesn't like it because they have this game where they they essentially hump each other. Let's let's just ignore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it started. I don't know why. They're trying to assert dominance against one another. Yeah, so like munching on my veggie straws. I will. So this is the this is the problem. Oliver does it like stereotypical dog status from behind. This dog. Oh my god, head hump. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. No, phone no. everywhere. <laughs> so Oliver will be laying down, and this dog will. <laughs> this dog will do. He'll start from behind, but then do like the sudden twirl and start going after Oliver's head. <laughs> And Oliver's just sitting there squirming for his life. He's like, oh my he's humping my head. <laughs> but he loves it. He loves it. He'll lay down again, and then they'll start again, and then he'll go back. Are both, the other are de- both, uh, both boys neutered? Yeah, yeah, they're both. They, you know, they don't I got. They just never got rid of their urge. That was the one thing Some when we brought probably. Oliver home. It was post removal, mm. and he was going to town on everything. Like oh my gosh. literally, I've never been a humper. Nothing was safe, but this getting back to his best friend, his dog, his best friend's name is Dash. He'll sit and then he'll like go away to like pee. And then either Oliver will follow him, look underneath him, see that pee is coming out and be like, you know, you know, surprisingly, he comes very close, but then he'll he'll leave and then pee right next to him. He's like, okay, we'll do it together. And then and then they'll run off and play again or like I think Ollie is somewhat territorial in that sense because he does want to be alpha and it's like little homeboy you're one stop it. Yeah well that's the thing and he used to be so scared of this dog like so scared we passed the house we'll we'll pass the house and the golden retriever is the nicest dog on planet Mm -hmm. earth and he'll bark because he's like oh come over let's play Oliver used to freeze up. 
and like not move. And I would have, luckily he was small enough where I was able to pick him up and move him to, like down the street. But now he's a full unit. Yeah, I'm like, nah, this ain't happening, son. You got to face your fears. Uh, so now they play together, but like Dash will go to poop on the side of the house, mm-hmm. and Oliver will sit on the front lawn, still in eye contact with him, and yeah. watch him poop. That's funny. He's, He's like, I got your back, homie. And they're like best friends. They'll yeah. do anything together and oh, they'll just play. It's because it's such a it's such a vulnerable state when they are pooping that like they my dog looks around when he's pooping and I'm like, Bobby, I got your back, homie. Ain't nobody gonna get you while you pooping. I got you, my I got you. That's why like when I go in the bathroom, he'll either sit on the outside of the door and like will sniff intensely and then sigh into the little crack of the door. And I'm like, bro, I know you're there. Thank you. Or when he wants to get real spicy, he comes in. Yeah. He's just like, like, dude. And and then the, the funny thing is though, like he'll, he'll stand on my, on my leg and he'll just look at me until I pick him up and sit him on my lap. And I'm like, all right, this is what we're doing. Now question. Does your dog, Whenever they use the, whenever he uses the bathroom, does he do this little? Yep. Yeah. So because they have scent glands on the bottom of their feet, so they're putting okay. their like, I this is me, which is like okay. so annoying. So Oliver does that too, mm-hmm. but he looks at me when I do it, and I used to do this thing whenever he started. My uncle calls it him doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk, <laughs> um, but he looks at me, and I've been doing this ever since he was a puppy. I have to say, big boy, like you're a big boy. I and hate you so much. He, he looks, I know, I know. If you ever want to see me baby talk and like do any of that. He doesn't just, even get good boy. He gets big boy. Yeah. And like that, I'll baby talk him so much. Like that is my weakness. Like whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, whenever I come home, oh, it's, it's over. I just we, really love big dogs. Like when I was looking to adopt a dog, um, I know this sounds like super cliche, but like my dog really found me. Um, yeah. He chose me because um, I went over to, you know, his old family's house and like his brother, who's like his twin, basically, his brother was like all up in my face, was like pet me, love me, attention me. And he was in the corner terrified. Mm. And like I slowly went up to him and I was like, hi, Akamaru, it's OK, buddy, you can come over here. It's all right. But I gave him his space. And then he came like a couple minutes later and then was like you know, chilling with me. But um, the day that like, I really decided that I was going to get him. um, He laid at my feet. Like I was chilling in in, uh, one of his owner's rooms. I used to be friends with his old owner. So we were in her room, we were hanging out and um, yeah, he laid at my feet and like fell asleep. And she was like, bro, he doesn't do that to anybody. And I was like, hey, I was like, if you don't mind, I was like, since I'm looking for a dog. And she's like, yeah, talk to my dad, this, that, whatever. So before we went out, her dad got home and then I was talking to him in the kitchen and I'm standing kind of like with my legs spread apart a little bit. And then Akamaru came and like laid down at my feet and was just looking at me. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Yeah, it's kind of been a process to grow out his hair to be really, really fluffy because it's a lot to maintain, and his hair is very curly. He's not the standard cockapoo. He looks more poodle than not, so um, he has very, very tight curls. If that's the case, then his mom was a poodle because they say whatever trait comes out more in the dog, it was from the mother. Guys, his parents Mm. are black. Both of them are black. Wow. And he's like white. He's He's, white. he's uh, he's like a, he's beige. He's mm-hmm. beige. He's cream. 
Yeah, That's cream beige. Crazy. Yeah, he's and it's funny because his brother has green eyes and a pink nose with a tail, and Poppy has no tail, brown eyes, brown nose. It's <laughs> crazy. Nose. It's pretty funny. Like, but his like, sisters, his sisters are both black, and oh. he has a brown colored brother. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, whenever we went to go get Oliver, we he was it was in a litter of eight. So we seen on the website, um, they were all named after like Greek heroes, and yeah, on you the website, me them. yeah, and like his his name on the website was Gannicus, and we were going to look for a dog named Asher, which was originally that was Oliver, um, but the pictures were swapped. So all I recognized was the white going down the middle of his face. I was like, that's that's what we're looking for, the dog with the white down his face. So the paperwork was all confused and mixed up because there was a lot, and they all practically looked the same at that time. And we picked out Oliver because he was the first one that ran out the door, and we were like, that's the one with the white down his face. So we picked him up, and there was a family next to us. They got his brother, and his brother looks more like a black lab where he has the short black hair, brown paws, like kind of, if I remember him correctly. And he was very much smaller than Oliver. Oliver was always bigger when we brought him to like puppy classes. He was like the hunk. Yeah. The chunk hunk. The chunk. And, you know, that still holds true today. <laughs> but um, it's funny to see like how the rest of his family has like the short hair, more like a lab. And how big they are now i don't know but it's funny because he does he's primarily what appears to be a lab but he's not as big as a black lab he's more of like a terrier like he looks like an australian shepherd mix that's that's the thing too people always like he's an aussie he's an aussie we on the website he was listed as a border collie or a collie like whatever i don't know all the different breeds of collie even a shepherd collie yeah, and I was like, wow, like this is different. Like the DNA test was like insane. Like a Bichon, like a little lap dog. Like, how's that possible? But that does explain why he likes sitting on your lap all the time, even though he's like full unit status. Big ass dogs like to be just, they swear they're lap dogs. Big ass yeah. dogs still swear that they're five pound puppies when they started. Yeah. Like, and I, he grew, has- I grew up around like big breeded like big bred dogs um very purebred dogs also like when i was a kid my grandfather um he had working dogs mm-hmm. and when i was a kid he had a rottweiler she was purebred rottweiler They're good. and she was super good she was like she was a herding dog which was hysterical but she was also a guard dog like she was just like all of the like things that you would want in a dog. Um, she was really friendly with us. She played with us all the time. She let everyone pet her. Like she was just really lovable. And then, um, my grandfather bred her once only bred her once. Um, because he didn't really like breeding dogs. He, he actually, which is crazy. He's like me where he doesn't believe in breeding dogs. Um, he, yes, he has had, pure he had purebred dogs like you know as working dogs but he doesn't believe in like him breeding them he's like i would want like you know an american like the the legit breeders right like that's where he was like okay fine um because he needed big dogs in order to fight off unwanted 
you know, animals, coyotes, like stuff like that. Um, and I remember when I was a kid, she had puppies and they kept the only male. She had 11 puppies. They kept the only male and they kept the runt. Mm-hmm. And me and my one of my cousins were we named the dogs. And it was so funny because we would like consistently go back to Guatemala and like play with the puppies. And they were like the sweetest dogs ever. And um, yeah, and they like they kept hurting with my grandpa until uh, Lasky. That's her name. She died of an old of being an old lady. She died at I want to say like 11, 12. And the reason why is because like she lost all her teeth. And she just couldn't mm. eat anymore. And it's funny because in Guatemala, when I was a kid, they wouldn't give the dogs dog food. <laughs> they it's wouldn't like give them like up meat and bones. No, <laughs> maybe sometimes, but their food is literally milk and tortillas. Oh wow! Yeah, and like sometimes they would throw like mushed beans in there and stuff like that. Like, but like there's now there's animals that like the yeah, dogs that they do they do eat dog food. But if I'm telling you, you're in the sticks. You can't go out and like get regular kibble. You ain't getting Purina or Blue Hill. You're not. You're not. Purina's bad. Anyway, um, (laughs) true. You're not getting. Yeah, you're not getting kibble like that. So you have to make do. And like they would get corn and like all they would get other things. And um, yeah, and then healthy diet. I would say. Oh yeah, they were like the healthiest animals. And then you know people are mean and um, one of the dogs uh. Well, her male son, Tyson, would like to go and roam the town, and people didn't really like that. He wouldn't go and, like, get any female dogs. You know what I'm saying? Um, That wasn't a thing. But people just didn't like that he was roaming the streets. And uh, someone threw out rat poison and, you know. Ooh. See those people. Yeah. And then uh, Sheena, she ran away. She ran away. Oh, wow. Because my grandpa came to visit us and my mom's uh, brother back home. Um he she wouldn't listen to him so she ran away wow see like that that's always like a thing where you know dogs are a part of your family and they are very much as you know people say they're very much a part of your life as much as like your your aunt your uncle brother sister stuff like that and uh you know owning a dog has really uh it's a responsibility in itself where it's like this dog depends on you whether it's for food, exercise, water, love. Like, it's just crazy how you can bring an animal into your home and they're just so, like, ingrained where they're like, listen, like, at first it's kind of rough, but, like, over time they love you. They will do anything for you. Like, I oh, know, yeah. like, I noticed if someone cries, Oliver runs over to them and puts himself in between people and, like, looks at the person crying. And yeah. like that, that we didn't even teach him. That's just him like assessing like, yeah, crime. I mean, I told you, you guys, like, stuff. yeah, like when my grandmother passed away a couple months ago, um, my dad's brother was like here at the house. Like we were all here at the house, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at my mom's house. Funny enough, my parents are divorced and have been divorced for a long time, <laughs> for 12 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, central, what is it um home base is is our house (laughs) is our so um yeah like my mom's brother and sister and like uh sister-in-law were here and my uncle just randomly started crying like like hardcore crying and 
Akamaru went up to my, he literally jumped on the couch and like went to go put his paw and head on my uncle's chest. It's crazy. And like, we were all like, kind of like, oh my God, like, what's he doing? And then my dad was like, hey, he was like, get the dog off your uncle. And my uncle's like, no, it's okay. Like, it's fine. So then like, Bobby was just like, I guess, putting pressure on my uncle to like, kind of calm down. And then my uncle started petting him. Oh, see like that. My dog instantly fell in love with my with my uncle, which is like hysterical. Because my uncle's a, like you. If you guys think I'm the dog whisperer, no, no. My uncle takes the cake, bro. As soon as my uncle walked in, Akamaru let him pet him, and I was like, "What the hell?" It's like how? Like no, he's fine. <laughs> it's like I know, I trust, I yeah, trust. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But dogs are obviously amazing. You know, just judging by our stories alone, it's like we really. It's something like owning a dog has been a great experience and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Obviously, like if I could, I would take every puppy in the world and just make them mine. But, you know, yes. <laughs> but, like that's just how I it is. You, buy, you rescue one and then it's like, got to get, you gotta get more. When I foster eat- failures are what they're called. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I got I have to have like self-control. It's like me going to like a video game store or something. I'm like. I can't, I can't do it all, but I want you. Go bad. Yeah. I don't need this uh, cool ten set of markers. No. Nah, I don't need. But what you what you do need is more get comfy goodness because this isn't the only show here at the GCP Network because we do have the get comfy lowdown available every Wednesday morning and then we got the get comfy game break available every Friday morning and then of course Friday night we hold a GCP. Get Comfy Gaming stream on Twitch. So go check that out if you want every Friday night at 8 a.m. Not 8 a.m. 8 p.m. to pretty much whenever we uh, decide we start losing because that's certainly when the stream ends. But yeah, that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast. This show goes live every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, and of course the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.